0: Okay, my name is Danielle Leach. I am the summer intern here at Brand New Wine for the youth ministry. I am going into my senior year and I am going to be opening up us in 1 Corinthians. So the, um, the theme for today is more, I really cannot see that. Can anybody else? Okay, I'm sorry, this should have been planned better, but I did not think this through. Okay, so the theme for today is spiritual growth and I kind of themed it seeds into trees because I like that. Um, so Okay. What do you describe spiritual growth as? Um, this is an actual question. Danny. Yep. Anybody else? Anything else? What does what do you describe spiritual growth as? And yeah, and what do you describe the goal and purpose of spiritual growth to be? It's early, but does anybody have anything? None of my little upcoming freshmen, Stephanie. Yes. So to grow in spirit, spiritual growth is becoming more like God. It's become it's. Turning God's identity into your own and becoming closer to Him. So we're going to read 1 Corinthians 3, 1-3. through 3. Does someone want to read that? They can come up or they can just sit in the audience. Xander. good job thank you so I know this is kind of backwards but I'm gonna be starting breaking down verse 3 and verse 3 is specifically for you are still of the flesh for while there is jealousy and strife among you are you not of the flesh and behaving only in a human way so I'm gonna say I'm gonna make the assumption that most of us here can say or actually have accepted Jesus into our hearts if you haven't that's fine you're on your own path and I hope you listen and learn something today no matter what but most of us here have probably say that we accepted Jesus into our hearts and that's really awesome but are you still living of the flesh like when when there are sinful you can keep going it's nope Tanner when there are sinful and worldly things happening around you are you responding in a way that honors God and represents Christ in you or are you answering in a worldly way with like anger and resentment and jealousy and stuff So your worldly flesh can no longer be your identity when you are of Christ. So in 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is, is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. What does this mean to you? Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Okay, I'm just gonna answer this one because it's since it's not up there. Wait, is it up there? What is up there? Does it, what does this mean to you guys? Like, what? Like, Carrie? Exactly. So, to me, I said that anyone who belongs to Christ, you, you're a new person. The old life is gone, and a new life has begun. Begun. When you become a Christian. Your life and responses need to change to honor God because you are new. You're no longer who you were. And now, in the verse 1 of 1 Corinthians 3, 1-3, through but I, brothers, could not address you as spiritual people, but as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. The people that Paul was, referring, that was talking to, they were still living in a way that didn't honor God. They said they were Christians and had God and, all that stuff but they didn't honor him they didn't live by him do not allow yourself to get stuck in your flesh and become spiritually stagnant which means like when you're not growing you're like so there's like you baby spiritually infant you and then spiritually mature you and then if you get like one place that's and you just get stuck there you're spiritually stagnant let go of it let go of whatever is holding you back and become the new person God has made you as Christians we are called to continue to grow we're told that we have like God wants us to continue to grow to grow closer to him to learn new things to talk with him and we're meant to grow just as we physically and mentally grow from being little babies to being old people we continue to grow <laughs> and we need to spiritually grow too ah, Okay, so choosing to become a Christian is just the first step in a lifelong journey of becoming more like Jesus and growing into spiritual maturity. It won't happen automatically. Spiritual maturity doesn't just, like, come one day and you're just, like, automatically good to go. You have to continue working for it. What does spiritual growth look like or mean? which I kind of already answered earlier, it means like when you come to like, when your identity is so far in Christ and like you're grown so close to him, you become, God starts, your identity, you show God everywhere you go. How you respond to things is Godly. Everything is God. That's what spiritual growth looks like to me. It's showing God to other people and becoming Christ in you. So three things that can stunt your growth, I wrote three here, but it's just the things that can stunt your growth, is holding idols above Jesus is one of them. So in Colossians 2.8, it says, see to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. And in Jeremiah 2.27, it says who, says, who say to a tree, you are my father and to a stone you gave me birth for they have turned their back to me and not their face and not their face but in the time of their trouble they say arise and save us so basically when you hold these things like astrology or whatever and even like pastor todd was talking about last week idols can also be like social media your phone stuff like that when you hold these things and like distract them like they l- let them distract you from god they you're unable to focus on god and like how he's calling you to grow number two is not spending time in god's word i like the phrase if you only eat once a week you'll starve i think about that a lot in the sense of like am i spending time in the world, world, word with god or am i just Am I starving? Is that why I'm struggling? Is that why I'm going through these things and these feelings and like not having something to hold me through them? In 1 Peter 2.2, it says, Like newborn babies, you must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment. We're, we're meant to want this, like the, the food and the word that Jesus gives us and God gives us. Allow, the third thing is allowing pride and fear to control how you live. In Psalm ten four, it says, In the pride of his face, the wicked does not seek him. All his thoughts are, there is no God. When you're filled with pride, you think you can do anything. You think you can control everything. You don't think that you need somebody else to help you. You're too prideful to admit that you're not perfect and that you need help. When you're filled with that pride, you, it's really like impossible to go to God like, and like bow down and ask for help and give things up to him because you think you can control it. And then you're unable to recognize when God's goodness is happening in your life because you think it's all coming from you. Then for fear in Deuteronomy 31, six, be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of, of them For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. When you're filled with fear, it's really hard to do the big things, right? It's hard to do anything. Like when I'm like trying, I want to talk to a new person or I want to go up to someone new and like introduce myself and make a new friend. And then I just get really anxious and I'm like, but what if they like don't like me? And then I just stop. But it's like God was calling me And like asking me to talk with them he was telling me that I should talk to them to get to know them to be a follower of him but I was I'm unable to sometimes and that is not okay you shouldn't let the fear control you because it makes you unable to be true disciples and now we have the five ways on how to achieve spiritual growth my tips and tricks so the first one is understand your identity in Christ I'm not gonna go super deep in this because it's a lot of how what I talk about in Mondo Monday and Summer Nights so this one's gonna be a little simple you should definitely come to Mondo Monday and Summer Nights because they're super fun okay in 1st Peter 2 9 it says but you are not like that for you are a chosen people you are a royal priest a holy nation God's very own possession as a result You can show others the goodness of God, for He called you out of the darkness into His wonderful light. Who are you? That's a question I ask myself a lot. Um, Who am I? What am I doing? Where am I? But also, like, how am I supposed to be who I am in this new place? Because I don't—I for a while I didn't understand who I was. But my identity is in Christ now. Wow! I forgot that when you move it, it gets louder i am a child of god you are a child of god we are all beautifully and wonderfully made to follow god for his purpose we are god's very own possession he created us he knows us he loves us we are his the second point is to spend time in god's word because god's word will be your nourishment it's your spiritual food like I kind of hinted at earlier because I knew this point was coming up so you can start in the Bible at a level where you are spiritually um, ready for at a level of where you are spiritually now back to verse 2 of first 2 of first Corinthians 3 so in I, Whoa! I fed you with milk not solid food, for you were not ready for it. And even now, you are not ready. God's gonna give you what you need to grow. And you have to take the steps also to spend time in his word where you are. I know that a big thing for me was when I was questioning God was I knew I had to, to take a step back and dig into his word and start at the basics. I read the gospels, start small, work your way up, understand who God is. So a good way to, like, spend time in God's Word as a beginner, as most of us are beginners. I know I may have be grown, but I still am a beginner. Start in the Gospels. Understand God through Jesus' story and learn how to be more like Jesus. Also, you can start with the basics of faith and disciplines like prayer, worship, and serving. Prayer is an important one, and worship, and all of that is how we learn to grow closer to God. A hypothetical question for you to think about as you go into the week is, are you eating enough of the nutrients, the spiritual nutrients you need to grow and mature? Now, Hebrews 5, 13 through 14 says, for someone who lives on milk is still an infant and doesn't know how to do what is right. Solid food is for those who are mature, who through training have the skill to recognize the difference between right and wrong. Start at the basics and mature, And as you mature, move on to more nutrients. then in Matthew 4, 4, it says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So spiritual food. Awesome. The third point, participate in the church. The definition of church is the body of believers who come together to celebrate and worship the Lord. We're meant to grow closer together and become whole as a body of Christ in unity honor him and grow closer to him and lift each other up in Ephesians 4:15 through 16 it says rather speaking the truth in love we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ from whom the body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped when each part is working properly makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love So, just reiterating, we're meant to come together with all of our different, nope, talents, thank you, thank you, talents and personalities and skills and just build each other up into God. The fourth point is fill your mind with what honors God. So, this next verse, I had to memorize it in eighth grade and I got it, like, that was the one that I got really wrong because it's really confusing. So Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, and whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, and whatever is commendable. These are all things that when you hear them, I think about Jesus. Jesus is true. Jesus is honorable. Jesus is just. Jesus is pure. He's lovely. He's commendable. These are all things if, that they have excellence, and they should make you think about God. And that's what we should be focusing our minds on, spending time in those things, reflecting on those things, which kind of cl- connects with the later point. But Colossians 2.8, Which I think I already read. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit. Just kind of with that, like, don't let the things of the world and the idols hold you back. Like, focus on the Word and focus on God and His love for you and all the things that will be good for you and growing closer to Him. And I believe this is the final point. Be thankful. Some of this is written by Stephanie, so say thank you, Stephanie. We'll later. Be thankful. Colossians 2, 6-7 says, Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. A good, a, an important note for that is to spend time in prayer by listing things you are thankful for, focusing on the things you are thankful for, focusing on the things that are good, stuff like that. You should be thankful for the things you have in your life. I know some days it's really hard for me to focus on what what I'm thankful for because it's like, I just failed a test and got into a fight with my friend and then her boyfriend yelled at me, like, I'm not having a good day. But, and then my mom yelled at me for not doing the dishes right. Like, this is just not my day. But it's like, I got to come home, I got to lay in bed, which my bed is my home, so, I got to lay in bed, I got to have the fan on me and cool me down, and I got to listen to the rain outside, and I got to see the sky, and I got to hang out with my little brother, like, and sister, and other sister, I, like, today was a good day, even though things didn't go my way all the time, so it's good to focus on these things, because it turns your mind towards what God, like, what God has gifted you with, even when things are going hard, going, being our hard. Yeah. So that's that's my lesson. Um I wanna pray us prayer pray us out and then if you want we can talk or I didn't Okay, cool. So let's pray. Okay. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you that we were able to come together. I thank you that we were able to worship and that we were able to hear your word and dig deeper into the Bible, Lord. I pray that you stay with each of us throughout this week, that you give us many blessings and help us to spend time with you and turn our hearts towards you, Lord. Help us to grow and learn to love and be more open to the things around us, Lord. I thank you so much, and in Jesus' name we pray, amen.